Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Victor's Thoughts here on the Whose Blind Life Is It Anyway? You probably thought you were going to get an episode of the Afternoon Radio Theater Sunday. However, that has been postponed. Mostly because Monica was sick this week and we had an issue uh, getting her voice to actually pipe up. Having said that, you're getting a Victor's Thoughts today. Now, this is completely unscripted, completely off the cuff, and I am, well, I feel I need to talk about some things, apologize for things, and explain some things. Uh... First and foremost, remember, if you like what you're about to hear, hit that like button. Otherwise, we don't know what the hell you're thinking. I mean, come on. I'm not going to assume what you're thinking. So, there's that. Of course, you can listen to us on... uh... Oh, wait. Yeah, okay. You can listen to us on YouTube, on our Facebook page, and on Twitter. That's where we go live. Or you can listen to us on podcast. You can ask Alexa to play Whose Blind Life Is It Anyway? Or another production of ours, the Saturday Night Adult Party. Or you can check out the Victor stream or Victor line of players. And we're in the podcast section there, too. Having said that, Now that we got all of that out of the way, as some of you may or may not know, I'm in therapy, uh, psychotherapy, and I'm not sure if people look at that and say, well, you're, you're, you're fucked up, Victor. Yes, I am fucked up, and yes, I have been striving for all these 50 or so years to find out why I do shit. Now, without getting... Well, I am kind of getting personal, but without getting too personal, like TMI-type personal, I am going to say this. A lot of shit has to do with my parents and my family dynamics. That's That's... Obviously a given because, I mean, who? let's face it, a lot of us, a lot of our behaviors are due to our environment. I don't care how much they say that nature, you know, is involved in behavior. That's not, I don't think that's true. The fact is our nurturing is, is part of what makes us. So I've been trying these low these 50 years or so to understand why some of the shit happens to me. Well, no, that's wrong. I shouldn't say that. Why I do the shit that I do. And again, I'm not going to give anybody TMI type information. I'm I'm going to tell you something that I've mentioned on air and you know that's cool 
I mean, if you go back and listen to our shows, or the very few shows that I've that we've done, well, few. I mean, two years. God damn, uh, that's over. Wow, almost five hundred shows. Um, but essentially, uh, when when uh, for those who don't know. If you're just tuning into whose blind life is in any way and you want to get an idea, by the way, we've reached 900 followers, so happy about that. But I'm happy in that, you know, I can't believe anybody actually wants to listen to this, the stuff we put out. Uh, I mean, come on, I never thought anybody would want to listen to this shit. But suffice it to say, it seems some of you do. With that in mind, back in 1999, my mom died. And I thought my life was over. Now, some of you don't know how close I was to my mom. Um, In fact, I was very close to her to the point that I felt I I took care of her uh, uh, socially, financially, and and, um, health-wise. So when she died, that was a complete loss because I was a huge mama's boy. Huge. And, And then I met my wife. And in a way, and, and you know, some of you may choose to go Freudian on me and, and figure out what this means psychologically, but my wife sort of became my mother, sort of. Uh, and no, before you go to the place that, I'm fucking my mother. No, I'm not. Like I said, my mother did a lot more than than just be a mother to me. She was, you know, caring, nurturing. She cared about what I did to a certain extent. She, I was her firstborn. I was the oldest and only kid who actually well, stayed home. Um, And I'm not looking down on my brothers and sisters for that. The fact is, they had a life and I didn't. But that's how close I was to my mom. And um, Annabelle, when Annabelle came into my life, she became my mom. She became my, my world. And and her birthday's coming up on the 20th. So happy birthday, Annabelle. Uh, yeah, I don't want Monica to be the first one to wish her a happy birthday first. Because, you know, I am her husband. Anyway, so, you know, I found a new purpose. Um... 
to love and to take care of her. Not that she needed taken care of, for Christ's sake. I mean, she, yeah, she was making more than me by at least five times when we first met. Uh, and only afterwards did we go down in that department, in a sense. But essentially, I asked her to marry me. And we got married April 6th of 2002. And on April 7th, I had a hell of a headache in just behind my eyes. And I had to leave my honeymoon location, which was, for all intents and purposes, Niagara Falls. I know it's kind of cliche, but hey, you know. So anyway, I I, I started going blind April 7th. Now, between April 7th and December of 2002, I went full dark. I just thank God that April, when my daughter was born May 8th, and, I mean, listen, you guys do the math on that, okay? Uh, when my daughter was born May 8th, I, I got a chance to see her face in, in the sense that she was in my arms, she was sleeping, the light just happened to hit her face just right at the right time when she was sleeping and she had a smile on her face. And I could think of no better vision than that to lose my sight to. Losing my sight to the last vision on earth for me, that being my daughter with a smile on her face, sleeping in my arms when she was a baby, means everything to me. That is not to say that it gave me meaning. And I'll explain what that means a bit later. First, let me, let me say what I'm about to say. Suffice it to say, I went to a dark place. And when I say dark place, I'm talking about abysmally dark. I mean, we're we're talking we're talking about the depths of 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 despair, the depths of well, the depths of sorrow, to the point where I thought about killing myself, and at that time, suicide looked like a real option. It was a real option to me at that time. So 
during my despair, I happened to to get the impetus to look on the net for a way of someone telling me how to change the uh, the fil- well not a the gasket ring on a faucet uh, for those who don't know before we had the single handle faucets there were a double handle faucet with hot and cold water and each of those had a cartridge which had which had a a rubber washer at the bottom that would stop the flow of water when you tightened it. Well, one of those had busted and I had and it needed changing because my faucet was leaking uh, or dripping water. And when you live in a house, you're paying for every drop you use. So it was costing us a lot. I hadn't worked for a while. Um, so I figured, you know what? I should contribute in some way. So rather than let my wife do all the repair work, I thought I should do some of it too. So I went looking for something on the net that would help me fix this faucet. I knew how to do it with sight. That's no problem. But the issue was learning how to do it without sight. I thought, and and believe me, this was a real thought back then. I thought, you know, before I kill myself, before I kill myself, I should at least, at least fix this faucet for Annabelle. And and this was kind of ironic because we actually had a couple of men in the house living with us at the time who could have fixed it. But they didn't. Uh, And so it was left to me. Um, Excuse me. Essentially, I went looking and I happened to come across the blind handyman. And after the blind handyman on the radio reading service, it was the Blind Like Me show. And for those who don't know, we do air those original Blind Handyman and Blind Like Me shows every Saturday morning on this channel. But those shows were instrumental in showing me that blindness is not the be-all and end-all of my world. 
in fact one of the one of the uh favorite sayings of of phil parr the host of those two shows was that blindness is more of an inconvenience than anything else and that's gone a long way to help me look at blindness in a different way because blindness is just something i have to surmount to get to do what I actually want to do. And I thought to myself that I should give back. Because these shows helped me. Not only figure out how to do things as a blind handyman. But it also helped me realize that there are other people who are blind who live completely normal lives every single day. And while the blind handyman taught me how to handyman stuff, wait, is that even a word? I'm not sure. The Blind Like Me show did the next best thing, which was introduce me to other blind folks around the world who had the same condition, who had the same issues they faced, who were able to get past those issues and live a life. That means something. Or even if it didn't mean something. It meant they have a life. Period. You don't have to have meaning to live. You just have to live. That's my view of things. So... It's been a long road from about 20 years ago, 21 years ago almost. And and in 2020, I did something rather stupid. And no, I'm not going to go into it. Mostly because I don't come off very looking very good in it. But I did something really stupid. Eventually, I did see the error of my ways, which is the won't for people like me. And... Again, I thought about committing suicide. Although I have to say, this second time around wasn't as serious as when I first lost my sight. Because when I first lost my sight, the thought of suicide was 
only going to affect me. The second time around, however, I thought about how my suicide would affect others. My daughter, who would probably find me dead. My wife, who would have to clean up the shit after I was done dying. I thought about that shit. And of course, that kind of gave me a, a, a sort of reason not to do it. And I realized that that's what we're here for. To find a reason why not to commit suicide. At least that's the way I look at it. You have to remember, this show is called Victor's Thoughts. Not popular thoughts, not what everybody else should think, blah, blah, blah. This is my thought. And every day I have to look at it in the sense that I have one more reason not to commit suicide. Since then, I have started therapy. Now, I've been looking for therapy for a while. Okay, so therapy for me is nothing new. However, the degree of therapy that I'm actually getting is far more superior than what I've been trying to get up till now. And I realized that therapy did a couple of things for me. One, it taught me that I have to express my feelings. Two, I have to internalize those feelings as well as express them. All in an effort to ask why, why I have those feelings. And you have to understand, throughout my 50 years, I've asked why for a lot of reasons. For one thing, do toilets actually flush counterclockwise in Australia, south of the equator? Yes, I know. I was stupid enough to ask a dumb question like that. Because while I thought that was interesting to know, 
I also thought to myself, well, why the fuck would I need to know that? The farthest I've ever traveled was Tanzania, Africa. And believe it or not, while I was in Tanzania, which happens to be south of the equator, I didn't glance twice at the toilet and which way the water flowed. And that led me to a conclusion. I didn't really care. Just like you don't really care about the answer to the question, the age-old question. Does a tree make a sound when it falls and you're not there to see it? Yeah, I know. It's a stupid thing. I know. I mean, I got a revelation today. When I was told that therapy I'm getting... Is worth about a hundred and fifty bucks an hour. Now, this is a hundred and fifty bucks Canadian, so I don't know. You guys make the transition to whatever currency you use. I figure it's the same, about the same price in the States. Whether it's the same price in Mexico, I don't know. But the therapy I'm getting is about $150 a session. And I realized that the why of life is also shit you can get for free in a philosophy class. So why does one pay 150 bucks per session for therapy and not 150 bucks for a philosophy class? No idea. But yet another stupid question. That has racked my mind. But I thought I would say this. One thing that therapy did help me. It helped me realize. The meaning of what I do. And this is where I. I am going to apologize to you guys because every so often I will complain about people declining to do interviews with me.
because in my mind, I think, well, why don't these people want to interview with me? Don't they feel they should help other blind people in their crisis? But that's not the question I should be asking myself. The question I should be asking myself is, what do I get out of it? And I'll tell you what I get out of it. I get meaning to my life. And I'm not supposed to expect others to feel the same way I do. Because that is not my place. There are things that I... I, I do... which sometimes frustrate me. Having to pay for a StreamYard to stream to these various places that I do, for one. Having to pay for Transistor.fm because I really can't be bothered to learn how to create my own podcast on Anchor and have it be distributed to the various platforms. Before, Anchor was distributing it to the various platforms, and it continues to do so, of course. But if you're creating a new podcast... It doesn't. It doesn't distribute it anywhere else except Spotify. Um, hence why I pay for Transistor. Well, that and the fact that I can actually create multiple podcasts within the same account. But sometimes that frustrates me. Because to me, this is my way of giving back to the blind community. I don't have to. No, I could just sit here and and watch the. Oh God, I got enough. I got enough television shows and movies and books to last me a lifetime. On my various hard drives. But. That wouldn't give me meaning. Am I looking for some sort of glory? No. I don't think so. I've been listening to a lot of stand-up comedy lately. 
for various reasons, but least of which is, well, that shit is funny. But sometimes I think, would I want those type of accolades for myself? Sure I would. Who doesn't want to be important enough that people actually tune in and listen to what you have to say? But that's not all of what I am. What I am is a human being who wants to help others. And I do that by creating this channel and podcast, by doing interviews with other blind people that do what Phil Parr did for me. Phil Parr and his shows were a lifesaver for me. Literally and figuratively. And I will owe Phil Parr for the rest of my life, God rest his soul. And Don Shaw and Don Patterson and Tom Houston, God rest his soul. So now I'm trying to live up to those people who did everything they do for free. They did not charge for listening to their shows. They did not charge for the advice that they gave. And they didn't charge to distribute their show to various reading services. Nor do I want to do that. Would it be nice if I got donations to help me pay for StreamYard and Transistor? Yeah, it should work. It sure would be. But that's not what this this channel is all about. This channel is here to help others to figure out what the meaning is in their lives. To pull somebody back from the brink of suicide. Because there is more to life than their blindness. There's more to life than just sitting around and listening to television shows or movies or audiobooks. There's so much more to that.
And that is my meaning. That is the meaning that I... that I deduced from my therapy. And my therapy is ongoing. It's not stopped. It's not canceled or anything like that. I am still going to therapy. Because I don't think I'll ever be finished trying to figure out why I do, I do the shit I do. I mean, I have figured out why I made that huge mistake back in 2020. Thanks to therapy. But there is so much shit I need to get to the root of. And maybe someday you guys might have that same... Well, is it luck? I'm not sure. Would somebody call figuring out the meaning of life lucky or bad luck? I don't know. There's so many ways to look at it. But I am sorry for giving you guys shit for not interviewing with me because I should not expect you to want what I want. And what I want more than anything is to help people think about something else other than suicide. Or think about something else other than losing hope. Because in the end, hope is what gives us meaning as human beings, I think. So I figured, you know what? I've got some time before an interview. So I'm going to do a show and hopefully I may I won't make a complete ass of myself. And if anybody is listening to this, thank you. I am going to ask a favor that if you want to help the blind in some way, shape, or form, please consider interviewing with me for the Meet Me show. which might be changing its name to Meet My Blindness. I don't know. I'm still 
toying around with that idea in my head. Yes, I know it's 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 hitting a lot of dead air, but it's still my idea. So please consider interviewing with me for the Meet Me show and If you want to get in touch with me, leave a comment down below or send me an email. Whose blind life is it anyway? And remember, whose is spelled W-H-O-S-E. Whose blind life is it anyway at gmail.com. Because whose blind life is it anyway if it isn't your own? So you don't have to help me achieve my goal of helping other people who might lose hope. What I am asking is for you to help uh, help cheer on my goal of trying to help people. If you want to criticize and complain about the way I do things, that's fine too. What matters is what I think I'm doing for the blind community and whether I think what I'm doing is enough. I don't think it'll ever be enough. But I hope that I'm doing at least a little bit to help the blind community and others, not just the blind community, but people in general. This is definitely not just for the blind community. This is for people in general who are losing hope. Who think they have Nowhere else to turn. Who think that nothing could help their situation, fix their situation. You might be right. There may be nothing that can help or fix your situation. But there's always going to be someone who is willing to listen to what's troubling you. And that alone is a huge help. If you go back through some of my shows, I've said I started this channel as therapy because it was suggested to me that I start a sort of blog to voice what I was feeling. I chose the video method of it. 
and it's grown to what it is today. And while I am always criticized for being the cup is half empty guy, I'm going to be the cup is half full guy and say, I'm proud of what the channel has become. How big it's become. All on its own. And a lot of people have had a hand in it. Myself. Monica. Claudia. All the people I've interviewed for the Meet Me show. They've all had a hand in making this channel what it is. And of course, the ultimate praise goes to Phil Parr and his crew. Phil Parr, Don Shaw, Don Patterson, and Tom Houston. Who will be in my mind and heart for the rest of my life? And possibly beyond. Hey, I don't know what comes after death. For all I know, I'll be haunting them later. But, for now, they have my praise, my adoration, adulation, and my thanks. And guys... I want to thank you for listening because I got to get out of here to interview uh, the person I was, I'm going to interview today. And uh, I hope you guys have uh, gotten something from this show today. At the very least, some insight as to why I do the things I do. Because that's all I can offer. Some insight. If not into me, then maybe into yourselves. And you have to look deep in yourselves to find any meaning. Don't just go for the surface stuff. Look for that deep meaning inside you. And ask yourself, why do you do the things that you do? Does it have any meaning? Does it have actually a better question? What does the meaning mean to you? I guess as a responsible host, I should check for comments.
Oh, Aaron. Um, oh, Transistor has been great, actually, and worth every cent I pay for it. Yeah, I do. I do agree with you, Aaron. It should consider Anchor should consider going back to its original way of doing things. That being broadcasting to the various platforms. But you also have to think about the fact that Anchor is free, and I think if you want to pay for that, for them to do that sort of distribution there may be a cost that should be involved, I think, because it's a lot of work, you know, creating an Apple ID to get into the Apple creators side of thing, the Google stuff, the Spotify, the Amazon stuff, you know, that stuff should be looked at. Absolutely. But thanks for listening, Aaron. I appreciate you. Uh, guys, that is another show you should, should check out. The Aaron's Opinion Podcast. At least I think that's what it's called. Aaron's Opinion? Yeah, I hope so. God. Sorry, it's been a, it's been a, a weird day. But yeah, definitely check it out. Aaron Richmond's Aaron's Opinion Podcast. Go look for it on all the podcast channels. Excuse me. And um, he does a lot of interviews too. And his interviews are really good. He interviewed me at one point and uh, I interviewed him and it was a great interview. Uh, so guys, go check it out. Thank you for being on the show, for listening to the show, rather. And uh, most of all, we'll see you next time I decide to say something stupid. <laughs> Bye-bye, everybody. <laughs>